0: Welcome back to Ask God 365, where we seek to answer life's difficult questions through the Word of God. Today we will continue our paraphrase of Romans, and today's topic will be Romans chapter 2, the clearest gospel of all, and today's subheading is God's judgment is impartial. We'll start with verse 1. Incidentally, those of you who are self-righteous, Jews implied, are quick to pass judgment on others. And may I point out, Paul says, that you are really condemning yourselves, for in reality, you who pose as judges are equally guilty of these very sins. As you know, Only God is rightly qualified to pass judgment on those who are indulging in the sins I have described. While you who act as judges of those who practice such sins and yet secretly continue doing the same yourselves, do for a moment think that you are going to escape the judgment of God? Don't you realize that it is only because of a loving God who is rich in kindness tolerance, and patience that you are still alive? And should not this cause you to turn in humility to him with heartfelt repentance? Instead, your stubborn refusal to admit that you you, yourselves are sinners and therefore in need of God's saving grace will one day be your downfall when you face the reality of your own condemnation in the day of judgment. For when God finally judges the world, he will pay everyone exactly what they justly deserve. Those who in sincerity have patiently been engaged in good works and put God first will receive eternal life. While those who have rejected God's grace and insist on being self-dependent, continually and persistently resisting the pleadings of the Holy Spirit, will reap the consequences of their actions when God abandons them to their own destruction. And this applies to everybody, irrespective of whether you're a Jew or a Gentile, for God does not play favorites. In the same way, glory, honor, and peace will be bestowed upon everyone who pursues doing good, beginning with the Jews and ending with the Gentiles. For again, there is no partiality with God. We shall all be judged according to the light we have received. Those who have sinned without the knowledge of the law will be judged according to the convictions of their consciences. While those who have sinned with the knowledge of the law will be held accountable to the law. Let me repeat. There is no partiality with God. We shall all be judged according to the light we have received. Those who have sinned without the knowledge of the law will be judged according to the convictions of their consciences, while those who have sinned with the knowledge of the law will be held accountable to the law. And the fact that you have the knowledge of the law does not of itself make you righteous, since the law demands perfect obedience to all its commandments before one can be declared righteous. See Romans chapter ten, verse five, and Galatians three, ten. Indeed, the heathen who have never heard the law, but are obeying their consciences in the right way will be declared righteous, since their consciences will act as the law to them. They show by their deeds that they are obeying the law written in their hearts, and their consciences will either vindicate or condemn them depending on how they respond to their innermost convictions. Because every secret thought, motive, and conviction will be brought to the open on Judgment Day when God will judge the world through Jesus Christ according to the gospel that I, the Apostle Paul, preach. The next section, starting with verse 17, is entitled, Hypocrisy, of Judaism. Now, you who call yourselves Jews and rely on your knowledge of the law and boast you are the only ones who know God, claiming to understand His will and capable of determining what is right and what is wrong from your knowledge of the law, you think you only are qualified to guide the blind, the only true light to those who are groping in darkness, a genuine tutor of the foolish and a teacher of the youth, seeing you only have the correct knowledge of truth as spelled out in the book of the law. You who claim all these privileges and boast to be the only ones who can explain the truth, do you not teach yourselves to? You who preach that men should not steal, are you not guilty of stealing yourselves? You who warn men to cease committing adultery, are you not practicing it yourselves? You who outwardly abhor idolatry, are you not fleecing their temples? You who are constantly boasting about the law, but in reality, are you not dishonoring God by breaking it? For, as the Bible clearly indicates, the name of God is being slandered among the heathen because of your hypocrisy. Now, You may claim to be God's people because you have been circumcised or baptized. But if you are not fully the whole law, your circumcision is valueless or your baptism is valueless. And therefore, you are no different than the heathen who are uncircumcised or not baptized. In fact, don't you see that an uncircumcised heathen who is living a good life to the best of his knowledge, Will be considered a child of God? And will not this heathen, who has never been circumcised but yet is observing the law written in his heart, condemn you who are circumcised and have an explicit knowledge of the law but in practice are hypocrites? You see, the real Jew in God's eyes is not the one who happens to have Jewish blood running through his veins. And true circumcision is not an outward physical thing. But the true Jew in God's eyes is the person who from the heart truly appreciates God and his Son, Jesus Christ, and genuine circumcision is a spiritual matter, the removal of unbelief, and not just an outward act. Such a person is full of praise and adoration for what God has done and has no confidence in himself. This concludes the paraphrase of Romans chapter 2, the clearest gospel in the word of God. Thank you for being part of Ask God 365, where we seek to answer life's difficult question. And today's question was, What is the clearest gospel? And as we've seen, we've discovered it in the book of Romans. Thank you for being a participant today. Coming up soon is Romans chapter 3, answering the question, What is the clearest gospel?